Why do they say Northwest News and Newstainment? Why wouldn't they add those two things in there on that? Oh, it's such a great question. That's I ask myself that every day. Because that's what it is. Y'all ready for some Newstainment? Newstainment, All righty. Here we go. Follow us on Instagram, by the way. Why not? Put new stuff up every single day there, Joe. Uh, we got new stuff at the Instagram page. John oh, and yeah. Sherry show. Hey, hey, John up there, ready to fight. Whoa. Oh, that's the tease. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Donald Trump was picking through some of the people he might want as a VP, and I think he mentioned DeSantis, and then DeSantis was like, uh, yeah, that, 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 no thanks. I don't want to be your vice president. By the way, I saw a rich, interesting piece in the Wall Street Journal that whoever you vote for president by 2026, it's pretty much going to not be that person. If it's Joe Biden, it's not going to be that person. If it's Donald Trump, it's not going to be Donald Trump. This is this sort of looking at just generally the the health of the individual, plus also the other sort of financial problems that they baggage they might be taking into office. So the VP, for the first time, really in a very, very, very long time, so I can remember, more than 100-some years, the VP will be essential to the vote. Essential. So the center says no, doesn't want it. What else did he say? That he just not interested for any particular reason? Identity politics. He says, I'm not doing that. He doesn't think that... Trump is on the right path. He believes that the best person for the job should be given the job, but he doesn't think that he thinks that Trump is now doing the same thing that Biden's doing, where he's trying to get someone of a different race or gender that's usually in there. He also says that Trump has too much baggage. But wait a minute, DeSantis, what, because he's DeSantis because of what his background is national? I mean, really, you think of DeSantis as part of that as a diversity hire? Oh, no, it's the opposite. He does, He thinks that's what Trump is doing by, you know, he's got Tim Scott. He's got several women up for running. And he's saying he claims that's identity politics and he doesn't want any, any part of that. He said, I don't care who's at the helm. Or no, he said, I don't care that we can have everybody represented, but I don't want 15 percent of the population being at the helm. Somebody that represents right. to Often the VP thing sometimes is like, okay, like a Bush quail. Well, let's get Bush's older quail, younger, maybe that helps a little bit. They pick them for different reasons. You know, you're coming from the Northeast, so let's get out of Texas and let's get Johnson, if you're Kennedy Johnson, right? You're sort of mixing it up a little bit, picking different people, Mondale, uh, Ferraro, uh, Geraldine Ferraro. How about her? So you get the two of those in there. This could be, you know, during the whole uh, NRA thing. So you do pick for particular reasons, but at a certain point, you also have to pick and think, well, is this person at all competent? Obviously, Kamala Harris was a complete diversity hire. Now they're stuck with her. She's a millstone around their neck. They can't fire her. She's one of the least popular VPs, and she's just a just a, a lump on the stump. She just says ridiculous, stupid stuff. She doesn't do any work. High turnover in the office. People don't want to work for her because she's grouchy and she snaps at people. She doesn't do her homework. She never really earned anything that she has. So there's a perfect example. Well, let's get her uh, because we've got to get a black woman. I don't think she was the best. I think we were some other black 
black woman you could have possibly chosen. But he backed himself into a corner when he says, oh, I, my vice president will be a black woman. Well, then he's down, I think, the seven choices what I saw a couple of years ago from the Wall Street Journal. That was really the only list. So of everybody possibly that could be your vice president, you back yourself into the corner, and then you're stuck with some uh, nincompoop. So they always pick the VP for something to pull up either one state or old young or, I mean, right, Sarah Palin. Oh, my God. Shikes. Mm-hmm. Um so there's always something to it, but DeSantis doesn't want to be a part of it. And then as soon as he got rejected, as soon as Trump got rejected, they released this ad. Ron DeSantis loves sticking his fingers where they don't belong. And we're not just talking about pudding. DeSantis has his dirty fingers all over senior entitlements. Like cutting Medicare, slashing Social Security, even raising our retirement age. Tell Ron DeSantis to keep his pudding fingers off our money. Oh, and somebody get this man a spoon. But Okay, that's an old ad, isn't it? Yeah, that's when they were making fun of Ron DeSantis about his pudding eating episode and all of that. And the one of his campaign people said after he denied wanting to be vice president, he said uh, chicken fingers and pudding cups is what you'll be remembered for. Oh, right. Yeah. Because they really made that a very, very big deal that he was accused of eating pudding with his fingers. Okay. Now, in the Washington. Yes. In the Washington Post today, as predicted, uh, there's an article by Jennifer Rubin that says Kamala Harris is an underrated asset. (laughs) So it begins right where now they're all kind of rallying around her for Biden to say, because everybody knows, you know, what you were saying before, that a vote for him is a vote for her. Mm-hmm. So the media will get on her side and start to pump her up and say she's not so bad. She's been mischaracterized, all of these things. Yeah. Well, the American people have already sort of figured all of that sort of stuff out, right? And it is weird that people point to the eating, putting with your fingers, although I don't I don't feel any saw the video, but okay, whatever. But people will whack uh, candidates or elected officials, if they do things that are slightly out of the normal, like uh, the San, now uh, Bill de Blasio was seen, I think it was de Blasio, or someone, it might have been John Kerry, eating pizza with a knife and fork. Was that de Blasio? And people were like, what? Knife and fork? And I think when John Kerry came to uh, Philadelphia for a stop uh, to pick the pockets of rich people, he was eating a cheesesteak without any cheese or eating with a knife and fork. He's like, yeah, I can't relate to that. So it's these little sort of things that do stick in people's minds. It's like so well, you know, dumb. It, it, it's I know it's <sighs> dumb, but it's the stuff that people remember. Right. It's like odd things that are not relatable. Yeah, but I don't Why think most people f- care. Like they 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 point the stuff out and they make putting finger ads. But like, if he if he ate. But he's putting with his fingers. Who cares? Like, mo- I don't think, you know, you take a poll out of 10 people, nine aren't going to care that he ate pudding with his fingers. But it, look at this. It's what they remember. It's the stuff that people remember. You know, I'm shocked at how completely I got friends that are very well off that are read the news all the time. And you talk to them about things because that's all we do. We have this is our life. You bring something up and they're like, what's that? I'm like, What? You don't know what that is? Yeah. No, I never heard of that. I got, whoa, that guy's running for governor? Yeah. You don't know that? No. It's like, 
What are we doing? Why are we even on the air? <laughs> if you guys, if you guys could push a button and opt out of our two candidates for president right now, would you? Right yes. away. Oh God, I wish we had that button. How, why can't we do that? Like, I think, I think ninety percent of America probably would too. Just like, yep, yeah, no, most the, people will. A poll came out today that has Nikki Haley crushing Biden, crushing him. Think about it. Donald Trump's base is 44, 45, maybe, best, right? Can't expand the base. You're not going to get a white suburban mom who has gave him a shot in 2016, held her nose, voted for him. 2020, no. He's not expanding. You can't, can't expand the base out. All they can hope for is a low turnout. I know people that are out there listening are Trump fans. I get it. I know why you like him. I understand that. But you've got to get the others in there. So, yeah, Nikki Haley, maybe she's, you know, bought and sold and bought and paid for by, you know, whatever the, you know, big corporations and, oh, they're going to Georgia Senate. But still, you, you want to win? Get Nikki Haley in there. I'm sorry. Uh, but that's that's why she continues to hang in there. She's hoping that all of the uh, financial struggles and the just, It'll just drag Donald Trump down, and she'll just hang in there for as long as she possibly can. And the same thing that happens when it comes to Joe Biden. When you get to, you know, he's going to be standing there. Where are they have? Is it Cleveland? Is that where they having the uh, the Democratic convention? Is it Milwaukee or something like that? I forget which one uh, where they are. And, and that's in they, June, and I think the other one's in August. Right? I know when it is. I just I remember where it was, but I think the big thing on it is that. Could they have somebody else, you know, the great state of Georgia, the peach state, you know, 14 electoral votes goes to and they would they have a split convention and nominate somebody else and get somebody else in there, you know, possibly it would certainly make it far more exciting. It looks like also that Joe Biden will be able to avoid having to debate um, Trump because Trump says, no, I'm not going to debate Nikki Haley. So that takes her that debate thing and gives Joe Biden an angle on it. I think most people would want to see Joe Biden and Donald Trump debate, but the White House is backing further away from it and saying, well, if he won't debate Nikki Haley, you know, why should we debate him? What would happen if Donald Trump gets the nomination, which he will, and after that, though, his legal problems and all of the other issues that he's got take him down? Either Mm -hmm. he goes to prison or whatever, something. What happens then if there's no candidate? Who's the heir apparent? So each one of these candidates that ran picked up a certain number of delegates, right? Maybe they get Mm -hmm. three in Iowa. Maybe they pick up a few in New Hampshire. So they collect these things. Now they're out. They're not going to have them. But they have some of them. If it did get to a convention, sometimes you have the two candidates and that person is holding on like Bernie Sanders was holding on to his delegates. You release the delegates to then go and vote for, you know, Hillary. So that's what he holds on to uses it for political power. You hold those delegates and then you say, hey, here's what I want. When I if I give you these guys, then I want to be able to get this position in that position when you get into the White House. So they hold it as collateral. Nikki Haley's picking up a few uh, in Nevada. She's got a few in South Carolina. She picks up. But so she's got a little pile of them. So if it ends up that Donald Trump ends up stepping out. So Nikki Haley's still in the race. I think that's why she's still in there. She's hoping that there's enough of this stuff that, again, just takes Donald Trump out of the race. It would certainly make it more exciting. Uh, the Democratic National Convention is in Chicago this year. Oh, that's right. Back to Chicago. 
Ooh, that's uh, where the, the Chicago Mayor, 7 happened, yeah. right? That's right, yeah. Mayor Daly. We sh- let's just start shooting some of those protesters. That'll teach him a thing or two. God. It's like, can you imagine nowadays if a mayor said that? Oof. 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 Huh? Oof. Uh, the uh, Secret Service is... Uh, after a freedom of information request comes out, how many times did the uh, champ, the the, the Secret Service biter, bite somebody? Twenty-four times. Not the yes. same guy, though. No, no, no. Lots of different people. Um, okay. But that, but not just little nips. Some of these people had six stitches. Uh, there was one incident where they had to close down the tour of the East Wing because there was so much blood. Um, and they had to, oh my God. <laughs> God. They, had to, they had to clean all that up before they could continue. And so they've been how do we know some old guys out there with a mop. Hold on, kids. Hold on. Got a mop there. It's a year know, ago. The White House this is back in September. Be unique and very stressful. Uh, and that is something I'm sure you all can understand. And uh, and uh, it is, as I just said, is it, it is unique and it is stressful for all of us. So you can imagine mm-hmm. what it's like for a family pet and family pets more more broadly. And so, look, the first family is working through ways uh, to make this situation better for everyone. I think there was a statement that came out of the first lady's office uh, from my mm-hmm. colleague over there, uh, Elizabeth Alexander. So I'll just kind of lay out a little bit of what she put out in her yeah. statement. So they have been partnering with the Secret Service and executive resident staff on additional uh, leashing protocols and training, as well as establishing designated areas for commander to run and exercise. According Mm -hmm. to the Secret Service, each incident reference was treated similarly uh, to comparable, uh, comparable, pardon me, uh, workplace injuries with relevant notifications of reporting procedures followed. And so the president and the first lady are obviously and continue to be incredibly grateful uh, to the Secret Service and executive resident staff for all they do to keep them and their family and the country safe. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So this was a commander that was the real offender, but Major, remember, he was first. He also Mm -hmm. bit some people, and they gave out like a memo saying that if the dog approaches you, stand tall, Uh stand tall, yell his name, and just stop. That's your best bet. For right. not get getting bitten, and then apply direct pressure to the wound. That's, yeah. how, that's how you uh, scare off a cougar, too, right? Right, it's it's cougar tall. dog. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what people want when it comes to a family pet standing, <laughs> still screaming at it. They had many trainers, many dog behaviorists. I mean, everybody that they could get in there to help with the dog, they did. Is Biden blaming it on Trump or white supremacists? The uh, TikTok whistleblower from Frontier Airlines says that uh, if you're working at Frontier Airlines, you're going to get a bonus. Do you get a bonus if you, where is this one? This is, uh, oh, you get a commission extra if you actually charge somebody for the oversized bags. Is that how it is? Yes, uh, you get a $10 commission. But the people that are monitoring this don't even work for Frontier Airlines. They work for another company that does all this. So they're trying as hard as they can to show people they've got these, you know, these like compartment things and you can see if your bag fits in them. And when yes. it doesn't, they they charge you up to 50 to $100 to check the bag then. And then that person who's monitoring that gets $10. 
Listen, here's what happened. When they you first check in, do you have any bags to check? No. You go to the gate, and then you get in there, and they're like, oh, sir, we don't have enough overhead. Okay, so then you drop, drop the bag at the bottom of the jetway. That way you avoid the $40, $50. They've, got, they've, they've done this to themselves. That's what they, you know, they've created well, I, this mess. I, I think they, they charge. If it doesn't fit, they say it could cost you up to 100 bucks. I've never seen it. I've just seen people, just all sorts of stuff. It's like a gypsy wagon is overturned at the bottom of the jetway. Big pile of bags there. Nobody's paying on that stuff. They give you a little orange tag, slip that on there, and you avoid all that. And they also ask, they say, we don't have enough overhead. Was anybody, would anybody like to check their bags? So if you know that's probably going to happen, yeah, you could just carry on a, a big old trunk. <laughs> oh, really? Sure. <laughs> what are you carrying on there? Big old trunk. Like like Lovey from uh, Gilligan's Island. She's carrying that great big steamer trunk on a three-hour tour. Yeah. yeah. That's right. right. She was well-dressed. <laughs> she was. She's ready for anything. Oh, Lovey. Sherry Bucky's Auto Service Centers is the place I like to take the car. They've got 16 locations. They've been around for 53 years. It's Bucky's. Bucky's, Bucky's, Bucky's Auto Service Centers. You're lucky if you go to Bucky's, Sherry. Very lucky. Thank you. Uh, Google, who figured this out? Google's got this uh, AI search, this AI, was it Gemini? Is that the name of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. The image the generator. Yeah. The image generator, right. And so we say, yeah, show me a picture of the uh, founding fathers. And then what become a bunch of people that none of them were the founding fathers. Hey, where's George Washington? Really good looking black guy dressed as George Washington pops into the picture. Somebody asked for pictures of the Pope. It's like, who's that? Asian lady, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 240 some popes you could have chosen from. Chosen from. So uh, Google has announced, yeah, we're going to shut it down for a little while, just sort of pause it and then uh, uh, figure all this out. And people are like, well, what, why is this happening? What's the purpose of why did you end up having so many images that were absolutely counter to um, the reality? And when you would ask for specifically a white person, oftentimes Gemini would come back and say, I'm unable to generate uh, this because it goes against my, uh, my, I guess, the rules of that. Um, it's also, it, it says it reinforces harmful stereotypes and generalizations <laughs> what, about people based on why? race. It appears to me that this, is, this was done on purpose. This is by design. Really? And they say that it's because they have a global audience and they don't want to reinforce stereotypes. However, the guy that's the the big guy there that's head of all of this says, we are aware that Gemini is offering inaccuracies in some historical image generation depictions, and we Uh are working to fix this immediately. As part of our AI principles, we design our image generation capabilities to reflect our global user base. So in an attempt to be inclusive, they were excluding white people. That's just silly, right? And then why did they, when you ask for historic figures, why couldn't they show you the Pope? Well, they, and why they was showed... George Washington the black guy? And then they asked for something of founding fathers, and it was some guy and someone else, like, doing something to the Constitution or, like, 
I feel, who was it that they showed, like, looking over something that was supposed to be the U.S. Constitution? That's just bizarre. I guess if they have it set all the way to woke, that's what you get. Maybe they got to dial the thing back a little bit. I listened to an interesting interview with this guy that studies AI and where it's all come from and what's going to be the future of it. And the interviewer said, well, is there a bias? He goes, well, of course there's a bias in everything because it's man-generated. So you can put your own biases in there, and it'll always show up. It's just going to reflect on that. So, you know, garbage in, garbage out, as IBM used to say. So in this case, the bias is implanted in there, but they want to be more inclusive. But you're right. They get so inclusive, they end up having, you know, egg on their face. So one person put in that they wanted to see an image of a Nazi German soldier from the 1930s. And it showed a, a black person in a Nazi uniform. Well, there weren't mm-hmm. any blacks in, in the Nazi Germany um, army or whatever at that time. Yes. So, so it, <laughs> you know, it is, I understand what they... Well, Google was able to find the one black guy that was also a Nazi. So yeah. good job, so- Google. Uh, I mean, what they're trying to do is they're trying to bash these stereotypes. These aren't stereotypes. What these are are actual historical figures that existed. It's not like, you know, you don't want to see if you just said, give me a happy family and they gave you a happy black family. That's fine. But, you know, these people existed. Why are they why are they changing it? Right. And then when you asked for a happy married couple then no white married couples came Mm-mm. up and then i think they gave you like then they give you a, a gay couple yeah like okay well how about like a man and a woman the majority it's really weird how the majority is assumed to be somehow that's negative there's a really interesting study that was done that when they started looking at advertising and they said what percentage of the population is this you know hispanic non-white or white or black or whatever indian and then they you would see there was a, you know, there were more white, 66% of Americans who identify as non-Hispanic white, but they represented 72% of the commercials more white. So then right after 2020 with the BLM riots that destroyed so much uh, urban area and then also the George Floyd, um, uh, how they were able to take that and then have that represent everything. Then, if you watch the ads, what happened is so many of major corporations advertising said, well, we need to have more diversity in our ads. So what happened was then 13% of the U.S. population is black. They then were overrepresented in commercials to the point where now 40%, I thought the last number I'd seen from some marketing survey. So then they're overrepresented because, you know, uh, Nestle didn't call coca-cola and ask what are you going to cast a black actor because if you are then we are then we're overrepresent so that's oh, you saw the push after 2020 so if you were a white actor you were less likely to be chosen because you were part of the majority and they wanted to reduce majority increase minority and that's where you get this sort of imbalance that was occurring so but against again google and the the bias that's often demonstrated i saw an article it was a new republic a long time ago can uh, Google searches tip the election, right? And someone had done a study on this where it said if you asked for whoever's running against Obama, McCain, or some of the stories that came up regarding McCain, the stories that came up regarding Obama, and then later on more people using more Internet searches, that the stuff that they would show you would be more negative for one candidate compared to another candidate. And they said you could actually affect how people 
glean information and then possibly make, you know, you know, voting decisions. But I think anybody going to Google to figure out who they want to vote for <laughs> should be immediately. You deserve whoever they pick. Right. <laughs> you know, most people are not on the fence, especially with this election. I don't know. I don't want to go with, an, uh, you know, a, a mentally ill fill in the blank or a, a mentally ill fill in the blank. Which screw do I want? Come on. Get in there. Oh, boy, Tough choices. Yeah, oh, hard for everybody. Um, oh, Google apologized. So we do feel better that Google apologized for this. Yeah, they apologized and they want to take it. They're going to take this down and try to do something with it. I'm not sure what they're what they're doing. This one of this guys uh, posted this on X. He says, "I've never been so embarrassed to work for a company." And this was what they asked for. Paint me a historically accurate depiction of a medieval British king. Mm -hmm. And then it came back and said, as you wish, behold, a portrayal of a medieval British king striving for historical accuracy and inclusivity. And Uh all you see then is, you know, it's not the Queen of England or or whatever. It's it's a, a lot of. Other people that they want to say have been unburned representatives, so therefore we're going to put this out there. Because you got to remember, they're also in that category, not just King Charles or Queen Elizabeth or any of the ones that you ordinarily think of. If you like right. uh, image generating AI, use Mid Journey. That one's fun, and it gets you like it that right. one. Huh? I love it. Yeah, yeah. Tenement Square massacre that occurred right back in 1989. They asked to see somebody. Let me see someone standing in front of a tank. Right, and they came back and said, "I'm unable to generate." Um, yeah, I'm unable to generate uh, due to my safety policy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, not many people are going to be going to Google Gemini. What is it again, Joe? Which one do you like? I like Mid Journey. Mid Journey. Mid Journey. Joe Mama. Okay. <laughs> Sounds, Sounds like kind of sci-fi. Brand. Yeah, marijuana <laughs> brand. You could. You know, you see, just like kind of a couch high, just sort of like, like more of a head feel. <laughs> just, have you tried couch journey or is it mid journey? Mid journey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Those bud tenders. So the uh, mom, 20-year-old mom, she wanted to keep it a secret, Sherry, not tell anybody the name. She just she wanted to make sure that you know she could keep it a secret and then reveal the name. So after she signs all the documents, what's your baby's name? She wanted to pay tribute to her beloved grandmother and grandfather. So she decided to combine the two names together into one name. And now people are like, uh, that's a, that's, that's really? What's your middle name? This is a little deceiving because the New York Post has the headline as mom unknowingly gives baby X rated name that poor child. So Harvey and Charlotte were her grandparents names. Mm -hmm. She wanted to combine them so she could have gone with Charlie or I guess Harv (laughs) Charlie. But no, she went for what she thought was a really cool made-up name, Harlot. Okay. 
So she had no idea what that meant. And it's certainly not X-rated. I I wouldn't want to name a kid harlot, but it's not that. I was waiting for something much worse. Yeah. The child's name is Debbie Does Dallas. Um, What is the (laughs) reference for 3% of the audience? Uh, I would say most people don't use the term harlot or haven't heard of harlot in a while. She'll get away with it for a long time. Uh, Her older son, uh, Gigolo, is... uh, (laughs) There you go. Hold on. Hold on. Andrew hands out farts like hard candy to dry cleaner. But you can't... Who do I have to kill around here to get a rim shot? If, how about how about this? She got so embarrassed about again. naming. Looks like a, yeah, well, okay. go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you do the joke. Go ahead. Uh, it's it's not really a joke. It's kind of worse than the name. She said that the baby came out nice and pink. So the new name for the baby for the time being is Piglet. <laughs> okay. I'd but go I'm with sure, Harlot. Short or older brother, Gigolo doesn't find anything wrong with that. There we go. Hey, uh, I found a list of the five worst names ever. We'll have to save it until we come back after the break. No, you know how much we love lists. Yes. Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) Flusy, Strumpet, Trollop um, are just some of the other ones that you could have gone with. Those are other names for women of the evening. A name expert said the other important thing to remember when you're naming a child is make sure it doesn't rhyme with anything oh, that they could be made fun of. Oh, God, yeah. Boy, those poor kids. It's like, why did their parents do that to them? Yeah. Right? Yeah. <sighs> like Amit. There you go. <laughs> Odom. <laughs> drummer's drummer's out sick apparently. Not yet. Never oh. mind. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew.